0: Hello, everyone. I'm Shannon.
1: And I'm Jerry.
0: Betty White is hanging here with us. You may hear her in a few minutes. We are back for episode 73 of the Arner Adventures podcast.
1: Today, we have a spark in our lives episode who is just a ray of sunshine. Before we get to her, let's get to our review of the week.
0: Yes. Today's review comes from T. Tucker 52. We think we might know who this is.
1: We have a pretty good idea.
0: It may, be, it may be our past guest, Terry Tucker.
1: You think? Uh, I'm leaning that way. Okay, uh-huh. so
0: T. Tucker says, Shannon and Jerry are excellent podcast hosts and record a high-quality show with thoughtful and well-researched questions. See why I say that? The podcast has the tone that makes it feel like good friends sitting down for coffee. Listening to the episodes is well worth your time. Oh,
1: that was great.
0: Well, whoever that is, if it's Terry Tucker, if it's someone <laughs> else, it's very nice. Yeah. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd like to think that was Terry Tucker. He was a great podcast uh, guest. He was. But anyway, I mean, whoever. Yeah, that was that was just a real nice thing to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you all would like to give us a boost of inspiration like T. Tucker did, please head over to lovethepodcast.com slash ventures and give us a reviewer rating. It helps us so much and serves our content up to other people who may enjoy content like this.
0: Yes. Well, today's guest is Alice Inoue. Alice comes to us from Hawaii, where she lives. She created a business called Happiness U, as in Happiness University, which (laughs) I think is so cute, Uh which helps individuals find unprecedented clarity. She was
1: A joy. Uh, Yeah, she was.
0: Yeah. Well, should we go ahead and get to the
1: conversation? Let's get to the conversation.
0: Today's guest is Alice Inoue. Alice is a nationally award-winning author and life guidance expert. This third culture kid has dedicated her life to helping others find answers to life's challenges. As Hawaii's thought leader and celebrated expert, Thousands of individuals have found clarity over the past 20 plus years through her work. Her unique brand of life, Wisdom, is featured in her eight books on self-growth and happiness, as well as in her long-running column in Midweek, Hawaii's largest publication. Combining her vast set of skills and talents with her entrepreneurial drive, she opened Happiness U. We cannot wait to dig into that. A Business with the Purpose of Helping Individuals Find Unprecedented Clarity. Alice, thank you so much for being
2: here. Are you coming to us from Hawaii right now? Absolutely. Live from Hawaii with rainbows and sunshine. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) What island are you on? I'm right on Oahu, which is the main island where Honolulu is. And I'm right in Honolulu, like right in the middle of it. So I'm in the city, even though we're on a big island, a little island.
0: Oh, that is rainbows and sunshine. And I, bet, I bet unicorns and yeah, we got all those over here. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I there's so much. I feel like we want to dig into and happiness. You sounds like it's the perfect thing, especially for Hawaii, and and it, it sounds like especially as entrepreneurs and and then the entrepreneurial world. It, it sounds like just the perfect thing for people who are trying to get a better mindset on life and not just Hawaii, but just all over the world. And I know that you, I've read different things about you, about how you're trying to help people clear clutter. And that's something that we totally relate to. Mm -hmm. And we always tell people, you know, when you're, when you're talking about clearing clutter, whether it's physical clutter or not, it really does help you clear the mental clutter from your life. And so I would love it if you could kind of start there because our audience relates to that a lot is what different types of clutter would you describe people having in their life? And when did you sort of, you know, realize the concept of clearing clutter and in that concept in your own life.
2: Okay, so I'm going to just go out on a limb and say I'm an expert only because I grew up um, and my mother is a true hoarder. So if you've seen those TV shows like where people uh, just gather a lot of things, there's a lot of background to that. But what's so interesting is that uh, that's where she ended up in in her needs. And oftentimes it's for security, right? The more insecure we are, the more we tend to hold on to uh, I got into uh, about a couple years into my current profession, I became a feng shui expert slash consultant, where I really help people to set up. And if you don't know what that is, it's sort of like the setting up the environment so that it it feeds you energy versus drains you. So one of the first things you learn is that clutter is um, is something that drains our energy. And what I mean by that is uh, think about think about clutter it's it's things that are unused, unloved, perhaps unorganized, and it just accumulates. So it's considered, I'll use the word energy, like dead energy. We as human beings, we're filled with life force. We need energy, right, to to do what we need to do throughout the course of a day. So because we love balance as human beings, it, it's kind of weird to think this, but we actually uh, Like, I just want to say, I guess we fuel our environment with our energy. So when there's a lot of clutter, we want to balance that clutter. So think about you are invisibly tied to every single thing in your environment, everything, living or dead. Some things feed you energy, some things drain your energy. So since clutter is dead energy, it drains your energy. Mm -hmm. And think about this, as we get older, our clutter gets older too. So the clutter takes more of our energy. So as we get older, we feel less and less energetic. So that's on the physical level. So that's why whenever we're, and people will just clear their clutters at quote unquote, random times, they'll say, I really should clear my clutter. I know I need to get rid of stuff, but why do we actually do it? Usually when we're ready to let go and evolve into another stage of our life. So like, you know, like you you, you get you break up with someone, oh, you get rid of stuff, you decide, you know, you, you wanna change jobs, you just start clearing. So on the physical level, when you start clearing your clutter because it's sentimental and emotional like maybe i pick up this item and i'm like i haven't used this for 20 years um i don't need it anymore it's just sitting in a drawer let me let go of it and the moment you try to let go of it there's a pain center in your brain that is that activates it is equal to getting cut and feeling pain so we feel pain when we let go of things we're attached to but when we let go of those things the energy comes back to us to go be do and have everything else So physical clutter actually is a great place to start if you need mental clarity, emotional clarity, et cetera, even spiritual clarity. Like, what is my purpose in life? Where do I want to go? What do I want to be, do and have? Like, all of that is related to our environment because we're physical, tangible beings. Yeah. What do you think? That is so
0: interesting. You know why I was looking at you? Because, uh, you know, our whole transition back a few years ago, I mean, we're different people than we were where we were just accumulating stuff. And that's sort of how we filled ourselves. And it was like, almost like a switch where we wanted a different lifestyle. We just wanted to be free. Mm -hmm. And with that lifestyle change and wanting to just different, a different
2: way of life. Yeah. we decluttered, decluttered everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, and you graduate from you graduate from one level of living to a lighter way of living, right? So your wow. mind lightens yeah. up when your stuff lightens up. Your emotions lighten up when your stuff like. There's a saying in China, a Chinese saying. It's uh, the, the more things you have, the more problems you have. <laughs> you
1: know, and <laughs> I it's believe just that. and it's right. so true.
2: The more things yeah. you have, the more problems you have. And so, I mean. I, and and I do is, is just like you. So I grew up in a sort of a cluttered environment. So even though I wasn't to that extent, I still carried with me a lot of those habits. So I moved to Hawaii with maybe a couple suitcases, but within I don't know how many years, things were coming out of the seams. It's in the hallway, and I went to to learn this feng shui thing, this concept on feng shui. I'm an astrologer, and then if after you know, learning about the stars and my other half says, well, if the planets impact you, what about the environment? So I went to learn about the environment. The first thing was clutter. So I got all the knowledge and I came back and I was trying to be a little consultant. And uh, one day my other half, he, uh, he was walking with me to my car and I opened my trunk and there was all this stuff in there. And he said something that impacted me. He goes, oh, feng shui consultant, do as I say, not as I do. And you know, when someone calls you out on your inauthenticity, you just get all defensive. And I was just like, you don't understand. I do all this teaching. I need this. I need that. I need the projector. But anyway, that sparked something within me. And I took just similar to you guys, in a sense, even though I didn't move, I literally shed about 60% of my things. Not only did I lose weight over time, because think your your house is weighed down by stuff. You will calibrate to be weighed down by your things. So yeah. as I let go of my things, I started letting go of weight. I literally lost 10 pounds in six months without really trying. My life changed. My business opened up. So much became available to me. So I think physical clutter is the key to all of that. But you also have to deal with your, your, your emotional clutter. You betrayed me. You didn't do what I said. Like all that past stuff sticks with us. And you can't just tell your brain, you know, let go of it. You have to go and see the advantages. You have to neutralize all of that stuff. And that takes a lot more work. So, I always tell people, start with the physical. Just start letting go of things.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. We've had some experience. Well, we moved to a much smaller place. So, we kind of forced ourselves. Yeah. Which is a- great. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the feeling, I don't think I'd ever had that big of a downscale. So, the feeling for both of us was like, yeah. this is scary. We're going to be looking around every yeah. corner for a few months yeah. going, where did that thing go? And it. Yeah.
0: This episode is brought to you by Southern Oak Artisan.
1: Southern Oak Artisan makes 100% natural soy candles that are not only aesthetically pleasing, but are safe to breathe since they are made with non-toxic ingredients. And they're not overwhelming like other candles you may be used to.
0: Between morning brew, lemon bake, lavender, there's just so many scents to choose from.
1: Southern Oak Artisan 100% natural soy candles are handmade in our home state here in North Carolina. But lucky you. They ship all over the U.S.
0: Yes, lucky indeed. Head over to ArnorAdventures.com dot com slash Southern Oak Artisan, where you can grab our discount code and link to save on your soy candle purchase.
1: That's Arnard dot com slash Southern Oak Artisan. It's also in the show notes.
0: And now back to the show.
1: It was seldom a, every once in a while you'd run across something. Oh, we got to buy another one of those, but not often. Like yeah. 90% of the time, it was like, I don't miss that or this or that or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. uh,
0: you're totally you're, you're totally right. It was just this freeing, weightlifting feeling yeah. to, to have it gone,
2: you know? <laughs> and, think, and think about it. You really only wear 80% of your clothes 20% of the time. Seriously, that Friday's principle? Yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. swear to you, yeah. like I have this much clothes, but I wear like this little bit of clothes like all the time. So there's really, what do we really need? Like if you think about it, what do you really mm. need? And I think just letting go of the, the things actually breaks us from the past. And if life, if we're never going to go back to like a dollar, a dozen of eggs. We're never going to go back to $2 gas. Like life is moving forward. So when you accept that life is moving forward and you trust that everything you need is there for you, uh, you actually open up um, opportunities when you let go of things. You really do. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So speaking now, um, and I want to ease into happiness, you, but before we get there, the segue is thinking about, you know, mental clutter and, and negative things. And, um, you know, there's so much in our environment and things that surround us that can be so negative. And the the fact, you know, the, the things that factor in about stress, and it's something that we can relate to, and we talk about that a lot. but in what ways do you recommend or put practices into place to maybe implement the same thing? Is it the same way to sort of rid stress from your life or like what, what ways do you have or recommend that you get rid of the stress or the negative yeah. parts of your
2: life? Yeah. And I think you've ever heard that saying like, uh, whatever you resist persists, like you've heard that, right? Like yeah. if you push against something, it's going to push back. So you really want to think about, to me, it's it's the acceptance of. And what I mean by that is we, we, we who nobody wakes up in the morning and says, give me more negativity. I want to have a bad day. I want to be weak. I want to do my worst. Intrinsically, we wake up wanting to have more, but it's the negativity, quote unquote, that kind of brings us down. So what we have to understand, in, in, in my understanding, is that negativity exists. You're going to have negative people. You're going to have all these challenges in life. We can't live this life where it, like I'm joking, like magical unicorns all the time are going to take us out of it. Life has all the negative things. But what I find is most stressful is people don't want the negative. So they push against it. They push against it. And there's all this negative where what I like to do is go, okay, yes, this sucks. This doesn't work out. Look at all these complexities and these negativities I have. But what do I have? what is working, because we forget about what's not working. We totally do. That just goes unconscious and all the negative just shows up. And I, I always think like when I talk about stress, stress is the inability to adapt to a changing situation. Stress is the inability to adapt to a changing situation or a changing environment. The environment is always changing. Uh, our If we can't adapt to the changes, then we will have more stress. So first of all, if we accept that there will be changes, this could we, you could told me I'm going to ask you these questions and then you're going to change questions. If I can't go with you, I'm going to have more stress. But if I can go with wherever you're going, I won't. So I accept that there is changes. I accept that there is negativity. I It doesn't make me focus on it. It just makes me allow it. Once we allow things, oh, my gosh, then we can start to find neutral. So I always tell people, don't try to stop your negative thinking. Don't stop venting. Don't mm-hmm. stop being negative. Just Share what you need to share. You're human. You're going to have responses to stuff. But when you're done, make sure to add a little positivity. Like, sure to look for what is good at least even if it's like, hey, I have clothes to wear today and it sounds silly. But if you don't start investing and putting thoughts in growing what's good, what's bad is going to keep pressing up against you. So there are ways to change the story of what you're telling yourself about your life and in changing the story you start to change the reality of how you experience it. And it takes some time and takes some effort. I was reading, or maybe I listened to it somewhere.
0: And when you started saying it, I was like, oh yeah, I've heard that about uh, one of the things that I feel like I always try to rid from my life is fear. I feel like I live in fear of of whether it's, oh, I'm scared. This is going to happen. Oh, I'm fearful of this. I'm afraid of this. And I, read or heard someone say you've got to stop resisting it and understand that fear needs to be your friend you need to understand it's going to happen you just need to get through it and understand it's here Accept that it's there it's a feeling it's an emotion that's going to be there welcome it
2: and then learn how to get through it so it kind of reminds me of what you're saying yeah, so fear, fear's another one. So people say, I'm, I'm afraid. I am I'm always say, what are you afraid of? People will often say, I'm afraid of the unknown. I'm afraid of the unknown. So that's scary, right? The unknown could be like 500 million things. So what's really important to actually drill it down to what is it? Is it like you won't have money? Is it that you're gonna grow old and nobody's gonna be there? Like you want to drill it down into what it is because then we can create a strategy around it, right? And as long as we have a strategy, Our left brain is okay. Our right brain is so creative, like, oh, my God, fear of this, fear of that, fear of that. Did you know that only 92% of our fears actually manifest? 92%, 92%. And we know this, right? We worry about stuff and it never happens. But in the moment, it feels so real. The 8% that does happen isn't as bad as you actually imagine it to be. Because when we imagine the future negative, we only see the bad stuff. We forget that in life when we get there, when we get there, there's another side. Friends show, show up to help us. We hear podcasts like yours that give us hope. Like there's things that show up. So it's just to remind yourself that you tell yourself a story all the time about the future that in fact mm-hmm. could be not even true. That is an interesting stat, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I believe it right away. I
2: don't have the exact um, documented thing, but it was one of the universities that did a study and it was kind of like had people write down every day what they're, you know, I'm afraid my hair is going to get frizzy to I'm afraid my dog's going to die to all the fears. And then a week, a month, a year later, you check back. Most of what you worried about didn't even happen. So I try to use that a lot to say that, yeah, and if it does happen, I will have support, things will show up. The universe is so mysterious and awesome and synchronistic in so many ways. Look at your lives. You downsize and look what you did. You you have the opportunity, you created a podcast, your people, you're helping people. You can't not move forward in life without some opportunities coming. And so I always I- encourage people. We're not being uh the Pollyanna's by oh my god, life is good, it's gonna all go good. Life is gonna be challenging, but there's always gonna yeah. Reminding yourself that,
0: yeah, and we yeah. sure didn't plan for it to go this way either. So, no.
2: <laughs> so you I know, like that's the best, right? When it yeah. just happens to you because then you're like, in retrospect, what a blessing, in some, yeah, in many ways, right? Yeah, 100, yeah. yeah, gosh.
1: So, it's almost like at some point in evolution, these kind of fear based, um, yeah. things developed, and as, as time goes in more modern times, they're not as useful to us, right? Yeah, exactly. And the more sense. we
2: feed the negativity, the more it's going to be there. And the more we worry, the more we have to worry about. So you yeah. have to consciously just step aside and start a little bit of a new practice. That's why people say gratitude journals. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. It's the fact that you shift your old way of thinking. Because you've mm. always been okay. Like, you've been okay. You've gotten through the worst. Like, we've all been through stuff. And yet, here we are today. You could you or some, a listener could be going through stuff right now, but we're okay. We have people, we have support, we have resources. And it's just sort of learning to trust that I'll use the word, the universe is is with you. It's working with you. And so um, to open up the possibilities, to focus on the possibility instead of the impossibilities. And it's yeah. just a slight shift. It's just a slight shift. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, it starts with a desire. It's it, but most people don't realize how they are unconsciously creating their life to be what it is.
1: This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV.
0: We've. Been- using Liquid IV now for over a year and what a game changer.
1: It is, especially if you don't feel like you're getting enough water in each day. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier.
0: It's a powder in a packet with so many flavor options. Pina Colada and the strawberry are probably our faves year-round. You can take them wherever you go or like you do, Jer, you make a big water pitcher every day and drop some packets in that pitcher and mix it up, right?
1: Right you are. Yep, I want my water to work for me. Liquid IV <laughs> delivers two to two and a half times more hydration than if I were to drink the water by itself.
0: Head over to ArnerAdventures.com slash liquid dash IV to grab our discount code and get free shipping.
1: That's ArnerAdventures.com slash liquid dash IV.
0: And now
2: back to the show. Mm. So by listening to these self-growth things, to finding people that you you know you're re- you resonate with. You start to realize that you're not, you are telling a story about whatever is going on. And that story is creating more and more of oftentimes what you don't want. It, it's it's so simple. Life is not difficult. It's mindset is 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 everything. We can start with the clutter because that helps us to lighten up, but really um your life changes the moment you start shifting and there's no instant answers. It's 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 that journey, right? You don't just Eat a salad and all of a sudden you got a perfect physique. You have to mm-hmm. eat salads and eat healthy. And over time, you start to shape up. So, shaping up your mind. I just feel like people, we think something, we believe the thought, and the thoughts are not always there. The thoughts come from fear and worry. So, you have to be discerning about what you're letting into your your head. Yes. It creates everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. Tell us about happiness. You, I cannot wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I. We know that you started Happiness You with the purpose of helping people who needed this clarity. So what is Happiness You and how can we get connected with it?
2: Oh, you're so kind to ask. I'll just tell you, it was, it, I'll just say, I mean, as an entrepreneur, you can have a great idea, but you need a vehicle to sustain your profit in order to thrive, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Imagine me. So I've been doing life guidance uh, 20, 23 years now. And then, uh, you know, about, you know, after about 10, 12 years, I thought, wow, I I see a lot of people that there's only one person I can only coach and do astrology for so many people. So wouldn't that be great? And my whole vision was I wanted to have a school of life, a place where people came to learn about life. Like I hear all the stuff that people are talking about. Oh, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional. Everyone's got issues. You know, everyone has issues or blocks in some area. So I thought, okay, what if I had a school, a brick and mortar school with a classroom where people could come? Oh my gosh, trying to get a loan, a business loan for that. They're like, what? (laughs) That is the most ridiculous thing. There's no business model. Why don't you just do it online? Um, And at first, I mean, now we are completely online. But at first I wanted a place where people could come and sit down and I could see you. We could talk if you're. We could laugh together if you're sad. I give you a tissue. Like I wanted that, not a not a mental health place, really, but just a life place. Well, anyway, people are like school of life. Life is so hard. Like why would I want to go to school of life? So then I was like, no, no, no. It's like where you find your purpose. You you know you do all these things that you didn't learn in school. Like this is not math and science. This is life and trusting life and creating your life so you could wake up and feel inspired. Anyway, long story short, the first five years were hell.
1: (laughs) Of course, like with any startup.
2: The first five years of hell, Like I had a beautiful space, beanbag chairs, inspirational saying, and everyone thought it was a great idea, but no one came. And then I found out people didn't like to show up because they didn't want to be perceived as as unhappy or needing help. So it was a big paradigm to kind of shift through. Um, Yeah, so long story short, what it has done though, is gained a bit more uh, traction based on the uh, pandemic, right? Because it's a great idea. Who doesn't want to go to happiness shoe? Everyone says it was a great idea, but nobody showed up. That's just the weirdest thing. No one showed up in the beginning, only for free talks. Like free talks, they're all over it. Charge 25 bucks for talk, nothing. But you can't make a business based on free talks when you have rent to pay, right? Right, (laughs) right, right. 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 So, but what really happened was it took a lot of creativity and a lot of uh, perseverance and reaching the corporate world, starting to do mindset classes for companies. And at first, they're just like, "Why would we pay for positive mindset? Like, show us marketing, show us sales. We're, we we're not going to pay you to to just talk about happiness." But that has all really shifted in the in the last five years. So, I what bet. we do yeah. now is we have something called the Happiness UHUI H U I. And hui in, in Hawaiian means a uh, gathering place of like-minded people. So now with the advent of digital world, we can all gather. And so I get to talk to my members every week with a transform your life talk on all these topics. I, we have guest experts come on. I do classes. And, and now there's just a very robust online space to connect live, to watch our replays. And to really find what you need to, to live a life that is more inspiring. To hang around like-minded people that up-level you versus bring you down.
1: And who can resist the word huli? It just sounds... <laughs> I
2: don't have an issue, huli. I know. So people, but people outside of Hawaii can take part as well, right? Yeah, no, See, we've never been able to do that. Like, And I didn't have... I wasn't really savvy at recording the classes and putting them online back then. So now... My gosh, it's so wonderful. We have people in Ecuador and New York, and like wow. it's just fun. Like, somehow people find us, and it's just it's and some people like they don't show up and talk to us because they're a little shy, but they watch the replays. So, we have it's actually a very intimate community, even though we, I feel like we have lots and lots of members, but a lot of people just watch the videos, and yeah. it's just like watching, like, if they were watching a video of us talking, people can get insight almost like a support group in a way kind of of. and yet a a support group in moving our lives towards betterment so like today our topic right before I was on uh with you we had our topic it's how to build trust and so people wanted to build trust with themselves how do you build trust when trust is broken so we have a little 30-minute conversation on that next week it's on resentment and you know last week it was on something else Interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: it really just is. life
2: topics. Life topics. Stuff that uh I I I I have a burning desire to know everything about everything. And if you ask me what is your degree, I have not. Uh, am I a psychologist? No, therapist, no. Do I know I don't know much about anything, but I seem to know a lot about yeah, everything. You know about, that yeah, I'm interested I'm, in you've written
1: yeah. so
0: many books and and like I love I I do I feel like I don't know anything about feng shui, but I also I find myself like trying to know more about positive space. And so I'll Google about feng shui. I love knowing about feng shui. So like that, you know, that, and that it's interesting too, that we talk about astrology. And so we Google about astrology. So I love that you have written books about these things and that you're a wealth of knowledge of these things. And to be able to take that knowledge and bring it to happiness, you (laughs) I mean, that's amazing. I just oh, think so that's be- uh, that's a beautiful thing.
1: Well, yeah, when you center it all on the idea of a school and happiness, you, I mean, it it does make it a whole t- like yeah. tangible kind of yeah. thing and just a, yeah. a really neat concept. And if the unicorn is not your mascot at <laughs> Happiness, you. Ah! I-
2: i know right let's say we should ordain him as our mascot (laughs) i think think what i really wanted to do with it and what i found in my own life was that every single thing is connected whether it's the solar system your environment Uh, i'm connected to you i am connected to myself so how everywhere we have a block that's what i want to help with like if you need to trust the bigger picture of your life, that could be the spiritual aspect, right? If you um, you are stressed out so much and, and you just need to spend more time with yourself, we can do like logical planning on your life. There's, there's so many ways that we can move forward if we only know that we are responsible for ourselves. Nobody is going to wake up for you. Nobody is going to do, do things for you. You have to care about yourself enough in your life to recognize you have the ability to do it. And it's not mm-hmm. as hard as people think. It just starts with a little bit, a little bit. And when we, wa- we find our way through and we grow and evolve and people show up and we shed people and it's just life. Yeah. And now, you know, life is life. I mean, I'm I'm almost like I'm a year away from 60. So when you're, yes, yeah, I know, I can't believe it. So I maybe hopefully have another good 30 years to live. So I'm like a third of, two thirds of the way through my life. So it's like, I don't, I just realized that you really only have one life to live. So we, it, it, it's, it behooves all of us to take take that rein and say, what do I want? And that's what we do. We help you get through some of the muck and hopefully find a little light to, to move towards so that, you know, you can wake up joyfully, but still live with all your challenges and all the muck because we all have challenges and muck. It's there. It's never going to am- go away.
0: So glad you brought up your age. Not that this matters, but you <laughs> do, not, do look not look your age. age. And I, and they don't see they don't the video, but they're certainly going to sure. see your headshot on the, the promo stuff. So we have to talk about Youthify Face Club.
1: Oh, and my God. Know. Let me tell you. Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: So <laughs> Because this must be your secret. Because, I mean, <laughs> you look like you're probably in your 30s. Oh so my gosh! Need to know you. the secret and, and
2: face yoga and how all of this works and how did you discover it? It's so crazy. So I think what I what I didn't share, which most people don't know, is that I grew up extremely unhappy, and because of that, I developed an eating disorder. And so you know how it is when you're unhappy and insecure, you eat, eat, eat. So I yep. was um, like forty pounds heavier. I'm 110 now. Forty pounds heavier. I was just unhappy happy and I didn't know what happiness was. I just, I lived uh, with abuse and all that stuff. So long story short, somebody sends a a little note to me, my final year of college and in there says, do you even know what it means to be happy? And it was like a, a, you know how sometimes things just happen. It was like happiness. I, I did. I didn't even know I wasn't happy that I was always like this grumpy sort of crybaby whiny person eating my ice cream and cake at night. So Took me a while to kind of find it, but I had this literally burning desire to find happiness. So anyway, I think that most all of us don't want to look horrible in life, right? So when I was really chubby and not feeling good about myself, you just don't feel good. And then that sort of mm-hmm. perpetuates it. So then fast forward, I, you know, I lose weight. I have a healthy mindset. I'm going through opening happiness. Shoe. I opened it when I was 50 and uh, now I'm, I'm going to be 60, right? So I opened it when I was 50. And I was kind of looked young because, you know, young mindset will really actually help you look younger. It's the spirit. Um, but then you can't help your physical age. So, you know, your face starts sagging. And, um, you know, Jerry, you might not relate to this, you know, being a man, but you <laughs> know, as a, as a female, like you look in the mirror, you're like, I don't feel the way I look like, yeah. gosh, you know, and I started noticing like my jowls are falling. So when you age, you start to kind of things start to fall. But think about this. This is the most craziest thing. We know to exercise our body for fitness, but nobody realizes that the muscles in your face are just hanging and gravity is just pulling it down, down, down. Your muscles are attached to your skin. It just keeps going down. So all of a sudden you've got this this gravity, you're exercising your body, you got good biceps and nice trim waist, but your face is all saggy. Now, so I don't know where it was, but I just saw something somewhere, did some research and over the pandemic, I've bought this book called the five minute face yoga book or something. So I started doing the exercises while I'm watching TV and lo and behold, my face started lifting so much so that wow. my other half said to me, wow. And I was like, wow. Cause I would go jogging and I would feel like that sharp where that skin was yeah. like flapping <laughs> yeah. down on the bottom. I had jowls and then um, the muscles on your skin, on your, on your, on your face. There's 57 of them. They're so thin, so responsive that within a within a month, the, my oval of my shape transformed like from a square to like, you can kind of see it's kind of like pointing yeah. out. Yeah. So that is, makes you look quote unquote youthful. So anyway, I was so inspired by it. I started taking more classes in this and that. And then I decided, well, why not learn to do this? Because outer beauty actually influences inner beauty. Because if I look in the mirror and I feel I look I think I look good. I am going to feel better. So there's a there's an effect inner outer. Anyway, so so anyway yes, face yoga is is exercises to your face where you're doing specific exercises to work certain muscles. Uh, and that's number one. And then we massage the face to bring blood flow, so more collagen and elastin show up. So we're working against gravity. We're tightening and toning the muscles. Um, it's just it's fantastic. So I started a face club. So I went to learn it. And I thought, let's just start a face club. So I got people, we go on Zoom and we literally exercise okay. together. And you do, you make ugly faces. Yes. Um, I'll, do it. I'll show you, I'll show you, I'll show you the move called ugly face. And what I do there is I'm and strengthening my zygomatic muscles to get rid of my nasolabial fold. Cause when we, when our cheeks sag, we get that line right from our nose to yes. our mouth. So if I, there's two muscles here that pull it up. So if I exercise those muscles, All of a sudden, I'm bringing my face into a better shape. So I love my my face club. It's called the Youthify Face Club, and you you can just you buy a you join for I don't know a couple hundred dollars, and you get all these videos. But then you can actually exercise live with me if you want. Every Uh week we do a couple sessions, or you can just watch the video and exercise. And and, and it's all virtual, so you can do it virtually. All virtual.
1: This episode is brought to you by Base.
0: Listen, if there's one thing that bugs us to no end, it is traveling with someone who checks their luggage.
1: What a waste of time and money. <laughs> First, you should just take less and you can grab our travel prep list at com to pack smarter.
0: But one of the best resources we use is our base carry-on rollers, which allow us to carry everything we need. And since it's the carry-on size, you don't have to check it.
1: I think the most common questions we get from people is how we avoid checking our luggage. And we always say pack smarter and base.
0: Head over to com slash base. That's B E i s to grab the link to save 15 dollars off of your first purchase
1: you're not going to regret this purchase our family and friends and anyone who travels with us now has base luggage
0: really because they got tired of me complaining about them wasting my time
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is owneradventures.com slash base to grab the link there it's also in the show notes
0: happy travels and now back to the show
2: Yeah. And so I just thought that was like a breakthrough because personally, it wasn't important enough for me to go do anything. And there's nothing wrong with Botox and fillers and surgery. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do to make yourself feel good. But this is the key. When you look in the mirror before face yoga, you're going, oh, my God, another wrinkle, another sag, another this, another that. After face yoga, you're looking for improvement. So you're putting positive energy into you so you're looking for where you improve versus where you're declining and that brings forth i'm doing something for myself it's the greatest self you're again. doing it you're doing it yourself yeah and you get together we make funny faces like wow. <laughs> I mean, all get the funny faces and and it's just all just so once you understand the architecture of the face then you can isolate the muscles and create a great a great difference oh, truly I mean, it's I so magical be-
1: that's really neat. I would have never thought you could.
2: I know you could do yeah. that. And we have a gentleman in our face club. He had Bell's palsy, which is where it kind of freezes. Yeah. But when you put energy into moving the muscle, he just looks amazing because you can't even tell because you start to get a little bit more fluidity and governance over your facial muscles oh, by exercising yeah. them. We My exercise your body. To. Oh, she did. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah she and, did. and so you know, it kind of freezes uh, the face, partially freezes yeah. the face, and. Yeah by putting a uh, thought brain connection to it, you can start to get some mobility back. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I was That's blown crazy. away too. And I would never in a million years think that I would be like a face yoga instructor. It sounds so weird, but <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. I, yeah. I love it
0: so that. much. And it, and you're bringing this kind of full circle that I, I it just, it's all, all connected. All, it's all connected. Yeah, it um, it that it's all connected. So I'm curious what do you think that the key to happiness, it's happiness, you,
2: what do you think the key to happiness is? I think it's knowing yourself, knowing yourself. We grow up trying to be who other, we want to fit in. That's natural. And yeah. so depending on how you're raised and all of that, we, we show up for others. And I think we forget to show up for ourselves and then we're afraid to, because we don't want to be rejected. So I think it's strengthening that um, trust and knowing that y- you're good. And I think that's if I, if you come to Happiness Hui and we accept you as you are, you're much more likely to open up and feel good about yourself. But when we hang out in our regular environments, think about our parents. Oh, you should be more talkative like your cousin. You should be more this. Oh, you this. Like we're just told how we're not good, and then what we need to do to be what in whatever clique or you know echelon of whatever that we kind of forget who we are. So I call it the journey back to self. So what is happiness? It's mm. really kind of understanding yourself, accepting yourself. We all have weaknesses. We all have gone through stuff. We all have things to do. So it's almost like just accepting, like accepting yourself as you are. That is the first step because that is the hardest step sometimes for people because we're told who we should be and, and why we aren't good. Oh, and that's to put in our head.
1: But that's just not somewhere you arrive, though. That's like a constant a lifetime of work, mm-hmm.
2: right? It's a journey, and I think we're yeah. all on it. Like I keep, I, I think I, I put it this way: the moment, so you think you're in hell, you want to go to heaven. The moment you reach heaven and you sigh a breath of relief, whatever your heaven is, another level of hell comes to greet you. <laughs> so <laughs> it is a never-ending journey of evolution. So we never arrive ever, and I think it's just an understanding that we're heading towards what what is important for us. I think that's it. Sometimes we feel like it's hopeless. We don't know what to do. We get caught up in all this complexity and then we stagnate or we're we're stressed out and we just don't, you know, we just don't make that time. So the first step is making that time for yourself. Mm. It's simple as that because everyone pulls us every which way. And unless you put, you treat yourself like a client, like, I mean, if you're a business person, you have clients or you're a teacher and you have students, you're trying to give something to others. You have to bring yourself into that equation. Schedule time for yourself. was like, I can't, you know, there's no time left at the end of the day. I get it, but there's no you that's going to be left at the end of your life if right. you're sacrificing yourself um, and subordinating to other people's needs. And so the oh. first step is walking back to self. Oh, I love that. I, I do yeah. too.
1: I find it to be an ebb and flow, though. You, you get back to yourself and then you – you You realize, Oh, this has been pulling me this way and that way. And I wasn't really thinking about it. And then you get back to yourself again. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's all it is. And I think it's just understanding that it's not a straight line and you know, and just because yesterday this worked for me today, it might not work for me. So like I said in the beginning, we have to be adaptable and allow just really allow, allow, like that's like one of the first, just allow yourself to be, you allow your life to be what it is and just, it's, it's that acceptance. That's the hardest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It really is myself included, like everyone. Well, let's get to your fast five questions.
1: And number one, mountains or beach?
2: Mountains.
0: Okay. Okay. Number two, lying in a hammock or going for a run. Going for a run. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, Number three, reading a book or listening to a podcast.
2: Reading a book.
0: Okay. And I have a follow-up question to that. What What is the most recent book that you've read? Uh,
2: the most recent one is um, <laughs> my own book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which 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 one of your books have you read recently? Oh, uh, well, it's called Mindful. It's called uh, the Best of Mindful Moments. And believe it or not, I write these things. Like, but it's like comes from some uh, great wisdom stores beyond me. Because when I read it, I actually get insight. So not because I wrote it, but just because there are principles that I like to remind myself of, and I really feel like being authentic. And so I need to read what I wrote. So, so yeah. I know that sounds kind of weird, and that's like a really weird answer. But yeah, well, that's, no, well, no,
0: I love it. We'll link really neat. It, yeah, yeah, we'll link it down in the show notes. Anytime we talk about books, I always want to want to ask
2: our guests that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's okay. good yeah The one.
1: idea of writing something uh, to yourself for yourself is yeah. kind of a cool thing. You know, and that's how I
2: started writing books. People, why did you, why are you writing some of this? It's like just to remember all the things that I learned that I want to uh-huh. share that are good. But then I sometimes you know life is life, and we get thrown off track. So I. I I like to read it because I'm writing it in a way that I can understand it because I wrote it. So when I read it, I absorb it really well.
0: Yeah, (laughs) no, that's great. I wrote it down, too. Um, Okay, number four, sunrise or sunset? Ooh, I'm going to go sunset.
2: Okay.
1: All right. And number five, the most compelling of all these questions, ketchup or mustard?
2: Oh, ketchup, a little bit sweet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you okay. guys do you guys do a lot of ketchup and mustard in Hawaii? We do. Uh, my other half, he's a chef, and so he'll take ketchup and mustard to the next level. So he oh. has his own ways of making it. So there's condiments that have like 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 you could, you could think like lily koi, which is what is that in lily koi in English? Uh, really? I can't even remember what it is, but like there's all different kinds of like different tropical fruits here, and you could do like oh. mango like pineapple ketchup or, you know, so it's a
0: little bit
1: like
2: exotic,
1: yeah. Oh, that sounds so yummy, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so the question that we do ask everyone, all of our guests, Alice, what does a life well-lived mean to you?
2: Hmm. It means that I have listened to myself in all ways, in the same way that I, I strive to listen to others. Mm. And I, I, I want, I, I, I feel that people need to be heard. And so I think listening to, 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 for people to be heard is one of the most accept the most compassionate, wonderful things you can do is listen without judgment. And I think a wealth life well lived means that I'm listening to myself, accepting myself without judgment. And, and to me, that makes me
1: feel happy. Oh, I like that. I don't think we've ever quite had it put that way. No, way. what like a great a answer! Yeah. And I'll
0: tell you, I've loved listening to you today. This no, has been you
2: know.
0: this has been a beautiful, beautiful no. conversation. I've really loved this.
1: Well, yeah, and it's not just your words, but you know, the positive
0: yeah. energy that
1: I think kind of makes the words more impactful.
0: I know. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's almost like we're you're here with us i just feel like uh, you can I feel your that. energy we've got
2: great energy i hope oh, i can feel it as well uh, it's uh you know energy is a really interesting thing it is contagious and that's why when you cultivate uh what you want and uh it, it somehow it, it it impacts others it does your energy impacts the world and i i mean and and it doesn't mean that i'm not energy less at times but It's just, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just important. I think knowing yourself and tending to yourself is your best form of self-care, but yet it's the hardest thing to do, right? Isn't it? It is. It is. is. Well,
0: speaking of self-care and happiness, you and everything that you offer, I would love it if you could tell our audience how they can find you, get connected with all of those offerings so that they can learn how to listen to themselves and take better care of themselves.
2: Okay, well I will just send you to our website. It's uh it's really we couldn't get a happiness you so it's your happiness and the letter U. And the U stands for university or you. It's kind of a double entendre. So it's happiness you, your happiness you.com. Everything we talked about is on there.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna link everything we talked about down Yay. in the show. Notes.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I do have? I will give you a link. It's like a a backslash gift. It's a special link. And then you can do face yoga. I have like a a sample face yoga class on there. You can take and a little bit of videos on like this kind of talking that we do in the hui. in case anyone is a little bit like I want to go in, but I want to, you know, check it out first. I'll send that to you.
0: Okay. Yeah. We'll link that for everyone down the show notes so they can give it a little try. And we are so grateful for your time and we're, we're just so
2: appreciative and thank you so much for being here with us, Alice. Mm -hmm. My pleasure. Anytime I can share information, it's really a true pleasure. Thank you.
1: We, we learned so much and go unicorns. (laughs) Yes. Wow, was this guest just really great or or what?
0: I'm glad that you were able to be a part of it.
1: Oh, yeah. Because
0: of the time difference, you were here and it wasn't like, you know, at a time where you couldn't be here.
1: It's true. Yeah, it worked out really good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was
0: really good. She was really, we said at the beginning, a ray of sunshine. She really was. I know you guys couldn't see her, but she really resonated through the screen. She was just so positive and. You know, I think that anyone who is spreading positivity, of course, we love, they're a spark in our lives, obviously, but I love the happiness you. I love that, you know, she started that and, and really just wants to put a lot of positivity on the world.
1: Yeah, I think that's neat too. And, and the, I think the way she arrived where she is today her her backstory was mm-hmm. all really really interesting yeah and she's found some she's somebody that's found a way to uh take those broken parts and make you know something yeah. really positive yeah
0: you know? and i really think you know. that the the facial exercise thing like with the with massaging and the muscles in your face and all of that which I had read that in her bio. It's like, wait a minute, we have to talk about that. (laughs) So, you know, it it also makes you happy when you can, um, you know, maybe reduce some wrinkles and and aging.
1: It just feels good. I'm doing it as we speak. You really are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) If this episode resonated with you, or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today, or any episode, our guests, or anything, please share it with a friend. It's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really appreciate it.
0: Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star reviewer rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that.
1: You can always find us links. We refer to during the show and any of the podcast sponsors at arnardventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Adios.
0: Uh, sayonara.
1: Alvideze. Uh,
0: Dosvidiniana.
1: Bye. Bye.